And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhine. And yes, here we are again another day serving the community as your consumer advocate. Consumer quarterback show powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We've got a great lineup for you today. We've got our tech expert on the second half of the show, Nate Ginter, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT. Pretty cool story. I'm going to have him talk about this uh, Google engineer that was sent on leave after he claimed an AI bot became sentient. So kind of interesting uh, story out of the Google and tech sector. Uh, we have attorney Patrick Smith as well in studio, elder law, probate, trust administration, and of course, estate planning uh, is his expertise as well uh, coming up on the program here. And before we jump into this great content, I want to thank one of our sponsors, Ramin Kazami, uh, Height Soft Pressure Wash here in Tampa Bay. Does a great job. Just cleaned uh, one of our real estate properties for us. Ramin Kazami, uh, this time of the year to get the house clean, get the building cleaned up. Height Soft Pressure Wash, Razine. Ramin Kazami, let him know the real estate quarterback sent you. Uh, you can find him online. And we'd like to feature our real estate listing. He's got a brand new $4.5 million listing here at 9031 122nd Avenue. This is a development play right off of I-75, $4.5 million listing. We've got professional photography coming, uh, but this one is a prime development play at the corner of Fowler Avenue and I-75 up there by Fletcher as well. Great visibility from I-75, willing to sell uh, either five acres or eight and a half acres. Currently zoned AR, of course, it's agriculture rural, but you could put some nice development there. It's at the corner of 122nd Old Morris Bridge Road, 9031 122nd Avenue, $4.5 million listing from the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, let's jump right into it. We got attorney Patrick Smith in the house. Welcome in, sir. Hey, buddy. Thank you for having me today. And thank you, by the way, for not making me follow the AI bot story. That yeah. is going to be an amazing story. I can't wait to listen to that segment. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see, man. These these things, who knows what's going to happen with that. It's uh, like one of these sci-fi movies coming to life for real. But, oh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Attorney Patrick Smith, you got your own radio show now and blowing up in like 14, 15 markets, I hear. Lots of different syndications, basically, right? Absolutely. We're... Uh, couldn't be happier with the show's popularity. We had no idea. You know, I did live radio for about 10 years, took a break, and then um, blessed enough to go back to it. Had no idea it would be this much fun a second time around, and had no idea that in about six months we'd go from five stations to 14. Yeah. And the popularity of the show is because of you guys out there, the listeners, and the demand for it, and we appreciate you guys, and thank you so much, and it's because of uh, supporters like you, Brandon, who have us on your show and introduce us to your audience. And then yeah. we have co co listeners and it's, it's amazing, but all the support all the way around from the radio world to everyone at the bone in Salem. It's been amazing. Yeah. It's awesome, man. Really cool. And thanks for having me as a guest uh, a couple weeks ago. We're going to do it again, buddy. I'm looking forward to it. Love it. All right. So attorney Patrick Smith in, so we talk about, you know, people, I think right now, just in generally speaking, man, people are hurting, you know, I, I just, I really feel for, uh, that that blue collar worker, that that uh, EMS, that paramedic, those folks out there that are getting hit by inflation, economy, gas prices, fuel—I mean, you name it—people are hurting. Are you getting a sense for that in your business? Absolutely. We did a segment on the show talking about rental agreements and about people whose rents are being increased, and basically, people are being priced out of their rental property. Yeah. 
And when the lease comes new, due to renew, their rent's going up by four or $500 a month, yep. which for a lot of these people, that can be a catastrophic increase. They can't insulate against that, so they have to find a new place. So you have this massive exodus of people who are renters. Yes. And it, it's sort of a, a phenomenon that we've never seen before where the rental community is in this mass transit, so to speak. Yeah. But it's a forced mass transit Yes, because of the fact that the demand – for housing here in Florida has just skyrocketed. Yeah, through the roof, through the roof. I mean, Absolutely. we saw a little bit of a back in the you know, 07, 08 meltdown, and then people were forced into rental because they had bad credit. So that, you know, they were forced out of their home. They were they were, they were doing their thing. They were paying their mortgage. And then everybody else had kind of this irrational exuberance, Keynesian economics, again, just a bad idea. And then printing of money, trillions of dollars printed now. And so fast forward to now, what we've got now, we've got these, these uh, like woke corporations got the ESG score. So the right. ESG score is pushing through BlackRock, Vanguard, some of these these pension type funds, and then you've got these buy, these buy, huge trillion dollar buyers now of real estate competing with that first time home buyer, that veteran that wants to buy, or Susie and and John that just got you know they just got married, they graduated from college, they're looking forward to getting their career going, but now they're competing with these big huge hedge funds, right? And you hear these people now being told, well, hey, maybe it's time since you can't afford to rent, maybe it's time for you to buy. Well, listen to how counterintuitive and silly that sounds that's like telling people who say i can't afford five dollar a gallon gas you know what we have a solution for you go out and buy an eighty thousand dollar tesla <laughs> yeah. you don't have to worry about gas anymore well if they had the 80 grand they probably wouldn't be sweating the five dollar gallon gas exactly so you're not i mean it's like i was an economics major at stetson and one thing economics majors get criticized all the time for is assuming away the problem and that's uh, what's happening here yeah you know if you assume you have no inflation right great we have inflation, so yeah. what do you do now? And that's the problem. There needs to be relief, and it's going to have to come in some sort of legislative form. I think so. And, and I, I think tax breaks are the way to get it there, and it's going to mobilize the economy and give the people the relief that they need. Well, you know, our governor's done such a great job here in Florida with, with the different uh, reactionary in many cases and proactive in some cases with the, you know, kind of like the uh, extension of the stand your ground and the anti-riot and the, you know, the uh, parental rights. And just to, I, I think there needs to be some legislation that says, look, if you're a multinational trillion dollar company, you cannot have an open bid on these types of properties. It needs to be kind of back in the day, like, like they used to do with these REOs. Uh, when I say REO, uh, I mean real state owned uh that's the way it looks on the balance sheet for some of these big companies so reos what they would do is they say look the first 14 day window is for first time home buyers only or maybe veterans only you know there needs to be some type of uh, action um so you know i've been thinking about you know reaching out to some of the folks that i know in, in local politics and you know try to see if we can get the state legislature on that i think it's a great idea and i think first time home ownership is something that does need to sort of be cradled yes i, I think it needs to be encouraged and i think that it's one of those things that the more we can do to facilitate it with, you know, first-time homebuyer credits and things yeah. of that nature under the Internal Revenue Code that will, as a matter of public policy, encourage. Yes. I think that will be what jumpstarts our recovery from this. Yeah, I'm going to play a quick clip while we're kind of talking about yeah. this whole topic. This is a, a clip from one of the podcasts I listened to. ESG is actually structural. Charlie Kirk. It's about financing. It's about we're not going to partner with your company if you do not have a proper ESG score. And this really does kind of come from the top and – I love markets. You guys love markets. But we should also be honest that markets should serve people, and we do not serve markets. It's a big difference. We are a country that has an economy in it. We are not an economy that has a country in it. This is what makes us conservatives, not libertarians. 
So when I see a company that has $10 trillion in assets run by Larry Fink, and they're going and buying single-family homes, and they're going to start rating who can rent the homes from them based on their social score as a citizen, I'm like, that's not, I don't, I don't, you could call that capitalism. That's disgusting. It's wrong. We shouldn't put up with it. And so some people in the Republican Party say, Charlie, you know, that's not very puritanically market-driven. Of course it's not, obviously, because I don't like tyranny, and you don't either, and I don't like the tyranny of government, and I certainly don't like the tyranny of BlackRock. So it's kind of like two camps, right? So you've got, you've got on one hand, you've got people that want to be – or they want to force people to be renters, tragedy of the commons. You see this in the big cities. You see it play out with somewhat of the you know the ghetto, so to speak, where you've got people renting. There's no love of the community. There's no loyalty to, to the community. And then the other side of that, you've got people like us that you know we want the American dream. We want people to be homeowners. We want people to get married and – and have kids and, and create, you know, create wealth and start companies, et cetera. So it's so that's what this BlackRock situation is, this $10 trillion company coming in buying uh, properties. Well, and this is a very scary time for your laissez-faire conservatives because right. this is a difficult situation for them where they say the government should be hands-off. I mean, these are the same people right. who say, like Ronald Reagan, one of my heroes, said mm-hmm. the nine scariest words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah. And, and I think that that's a tough thing to adjust with that paradigm is that the fact that just because you're laissez-faire doesn't mean the fact that the government can't help. Right. It's the fact that the government ought not to be your sustenance. Mm-hmm. That was the theory behind exactly. that. It's not that the government can't step in and provide assistance. Indeed, that's the design yeah. of government. But it should never be something that is sustaining you long term. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's well said. And, and I think a lot of the traditional ways of thinking is, is kind of out the window now. Like like Charlie was just mentioning there, you know, free markets. Yeah, th- th- it's not a free market, though, when you've got trillions of dollars basically being funneled through the Federal Reserve, which there's nothing federal about the Federal Reserve. Right. It's a bunch of crooks <laughs> printing money. You know, so they're so they're taking that money, giving preferential treatment to their friends on Wall Street. And then there they are coming in competing uh, with you know, again, first time buyers, veterans, Sally and John that just graduated and want to buy a home. Exactly. And it's not a fair competition. It's really not. All right. So we're talking with attorney Patrick Smith here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, the law offices of Patrick Smith, uh, multiple office offices throughout the state as well. right? Yes. I actually just drove in from the Sun City Center office where we have a thriving practice down there. We have a beautiful office in Clearwater. We have offices over in Lake County, Claremont, the villages and a office location down in Haines City, Winter Haven, Polk County, and one in Apopka and Orange County. So throughout the state, multiple office locations to best serve everyone who needs our services. That's awesome. Yep, and you help with the state planning, uh, elder law, probate, trust, all those different types of questions. You get a lot of a lot of questions on your call-in show. Every day of the week we do it, and a long time ago people say, well, why so many offices? Because I think early on an attorney has to decide, am I going to stay in one place right. and do lots of different types of law? Or I'm going to do one type of law and go to lots of different places. Right. So we have the different locations, but as it turns out, my practice because of the radio show and working with so many other brother and sister attorneys, the practice really has expanded to working with other attorneys and their practices who cover personal injury and family law and bankruptcy and civil litigation. So we've sort of put our toes in other areas of law beyond estate planning, but day-to-day primary practice, my bailiwick is definitely estate planning. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's dive into some of those common questions that you get on your talk show. And uh, we'll take a quick break. But when we come back, more with attorney Patrick Smith here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, the law offices of Patrick Smith. Uh, and uh, we have uh, his website as attorneypatricksmith.com. Uh, plus, coming up, our feel good story of the day. And uh, we've got Nate coming in, going to talk about this Google engineer that was sent on leave uh, after he claimed an AI chatbot becomes sentient. So, uh, feel good story coming up as well. We'll be right back after the short break. Don't go anywhere. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894 online at ConsumerQB.com. Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. Any of our listeners out there, we'll offer you a 2% listing for the first three callers that reach out to the hotline, 813-917-1894. Call or text the hotline, 813-917-1894. Also, a great opportunity for folks out there looking for a part-time gig, maybe a side hustle, is Keller Williams Real Estate School, powered by Kaplan. Reach out if you'd like more information on how we have a free real estate school for you, online class, get licensed, and start referring business in, or maybe make a new career. 813-917-1894, ConsumerQB.com. For our syndicated radio and TV show on 80 outlets worldwide, ConsumerQB.com, or our real estate website at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. That's PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Com. And please follow us online at Brandon Rhymes One on Instagram, Twitter, Gitter, and check out our YouTube channel, Brandon Rhymes Realty. Make it a great day. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here for Cleaning Commandos here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Cleaning Commandos are hiring and they're offering competitive wages, flexible hours, relaxed atmosphere, and a sign on bonus. Reach out if you'd like a career with the Cleaning Commandos here in Tampa Bay. Info at cleaningcommandosllc.com or call 813-750-0550. 813-750-0550. Cleaning Commandos, Consumer Quarterback Show. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rimes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Follow the show online as well, Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, ConsumerQB.com, Spotify, iTunes. Got our podcast out there. Uh, you've got the uh, the uh, YouTube channel as well. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, Brandon Rhymes Realty is the YouTube channel. And we've got attorney Patrick Smith in the house. Uh, I'm going to talk more about some of the common questions that he has, some of those misnomers out there in the estate planning space. Uh, before we do, we like to feature our real estate 
estate listings live on air here and help our sellers profit more and sell faster. Uh, we got a property. It's a million-dollar listing at 2803 Safe Harbor Drive in Tampa. Uh, this is $1.159 million. Beautiful property. This is an estate-style home, corner lot, pool home, uh, 5,253 square feet, five baths. We've got a gorgeous estate-style home here at the Estates of White Trout Lake. Spiral staircase to the uh, staircase to the second floor, large master suite, granite countertops. And of course, you got the pool, the heated spa, and just the neighborhood is gorgeous. It's got the majestic oaks that kind of line the streets. Beautiful property at 2803 Safe Harbor Drive in Tampa. Also, 27641 Lincoln Place in Wesley Chapel. This is an, another estate-style home that we have listed at $739,000. Beautiful home, uh, 3.24 acres, four bedrooms, four baths, 27641 Lincoln Place at Wesley Chapel. And this has a beautiful layout. you got the pool spa package there uh, screened in, and you've got the conservation view behind you kind of that rural setting that you uh, can expect in wesley chapel that pasco county area and you can see all of our listings at platinum mvp team dot kw.com and of course we do have the vacant land listings as well buy dirt you can uh, buy dirt and and uh, hedge against inflation got about 50 total listings and some vacant land listings available as well all right we got attorney patrick smith uh, in studio patrick we kind of tease it up we're going to talk a little bit about some of those misnomers that you get and i like that idea of those legal myths oh yeah uh, that was cool too we had one just recently we were going around and around with a client who couldn't get their brain around the concept of the fact that their name was the only one that appeared on the deed okay but they were married uh-huh. and they wanted to move the property into a trust and we were explaining to them that to do so you needed the spouse to join mm-hmm. in the conveyance and they said what well, doesn't make any sense to me because i look at the deed and my name's the only name on there is the owner of the property why does my spouse have to join right and so we went around and around with them and, and a lot of people just don't understand the fact that even though your name may be the only one that appears on the deed, if you are treating that property as your homestead, yeah. meaning your constitutional primary residence, Article 10, Section 4 says that that property can be transferred with spousal joinder. Mm-hmm. But the converse really demonstrates the rule. In other words, you may not transfer it right. without spousal joinder. And you see lots of deeds that violate this. And people too often think, well, if the property appraiser, or the register of deeds rather, accepts it for recording that's them blessing it as legally effective mm-hmm. that's not the case mm. that's just the register of deeds taking your recording fee and stamping it right they're not giving you a grade on your work right and so lots of deeds are done in error and i think that's a big myth that we see addressed when people think that they're the only signature required right on that homestead property now if that's not your homestead it's fine for you to sign as the only grantor So the status of the property is outcome determinative there on how many spouses need to sign in the conveyance. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And you've heard also, like in the state of Florida, uh, dowry rights. You've heard that term kind of thrown out there. Is that recognizing the spouse? So kind of, sort of. Now it's codified in uh, Florida Statute 732-2035, which is our spousal elective share Mm -hmm. statute. And I like to tell people, you know, if you want to calculate your spousal elective share, go to that statute. And it gives you a long list of things, and then the spouse has the right to take 30% of that. But don't get too excited because the next statute is 732-2045, and I realize how nerdy it sounds to quote the statutes, but it's just how we're trained. <laughs> it's in your mind, It's right? in my brain that way. Yeah. So 2045 basically reduces the number. So you okay. get the big number in 2035, then 2045 scales it back to say 
but it gets reduced by these things. So in other words, if the spouse has actually left something to you, right. then that reduces your spousal elective share. And that's why you see spousal elective share trust and things like that. Yeah. So it's codified, but all of those are avoidable yep. with good nuptial planning. So you're seeing a lot more second and third marriages. People are living longer and longer. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be alone after the death of their spouse. So they find companionship, they get married and those nuptial agreements are critical mm-hmm. because they've really transformed. They're not really the pre-divorce con, or documents that they were back in the 80s. They've okay. gone through this transformation. They're much more an extension of the estate planning world now. Okay. I mean, granted, they can still address pre-divorce issues. Right. But at the end of the day, you see them more and more frequently addressing inheritance rights. Ah. And I think that's a critical usage of nuptial agreements with second and third marriages. Okay. Yeah, we're talking with attorney Patrick Smith here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. And uh, Patrick, have you seen or noticed, and I keep hearing more about it with these um, kind of these death tax, these transfer tax, the, you know, especially hurting the farmers. There's been a lot in, in, about the food supply chain now and, and you know, these, these processed food processing plants and you see these different things. What What's the what's the situation there when, when, when you know, someone passes away, they're trying to pass it down to the daughter or the son are they getting hit with pretty pretty steep uh you know transfer taxes it varies i mean it mm-hmm. varies state to state mm-hmm. i mean each state has their own right to initiate an estate tax thankfully here in florida we don't have an estate tax and i think everything from our governor indicates that we don't plan to ever have an estate tax or an income tax here in the state of florida but not every state is quite the same there are other states like new jersey as i understand it. i'm not a licensed new jersey attorney but from working with licensed New Jersey attorneys, I understand there's a healthy estate tax in mm-hmm. the great state of New Jersey. And so it's going to vary state to state. It also yeah. varies plan to plan because some people skip generations. They like to go around the children and go straight to the grandchildren. Really? And that triggers exposure to an archaic section of the Internal Revenue Code 2652, which says if you skip generations, mm. there's a special tax for that. And it's a big tax. Wow. And unlike the other three transfer taxes, income, gift, and estate, there's no amelioration. There's no credits, deductions, allowances used to offset. When you owe the GST, you owe it in its full freight. It's a big tax. Wow. So it, it depends on who your beneficiaries are. So you, you have the states factoring in. You have the beneficiaries factoring in. The size of the estates factoring in. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And that's why it's critical you sit down with a qualified estate planning attorney to go over those particulars. Not once and then forget about it. You stay in touch with that attorney. So if you haven't seen your attorney in a few years, even if it's not me, call that attorney up. Say, hey, we need to review and make sure the family, the finances, the documents all optimally align so that we pass along the most real dollars right. to our beneficiaries as quickly and efficiently as possible. Yeah, absolutely. Births of a child, et cetera. Those types of things happen. And absolutely. You kind of lose track of time. and Deaths of loved ones. I, I've had right. so many consultations where people come in and they say, we go over who their administrators are. And they said, oh, that's my brother who passed away. Yeah. Or my sister who's suffering with terminal cancer. Wow. And they say, well, obviously they can't serve as the administrator now. So right. we need to make that update. But if we're not having these reviews, right. you can miss those issues and it can produce inefficiencies. Yeah, absolutely. A uh, lot, of, lot of things to look at. So estate planning, elder law, probate, uh, trust administration, uh, attorney Patrick Smith. I've got about a minute left. I'll kick it back to you, my friend. Yeah. So if you guys want to reach out to me, check out our new recently completely revamped website, Please let me know your feedback. It's attorneypatricksmith.com. You can submit questions, check out info about me, our office locations, our rates for our services. You can listen to archived versions of the radio show on demand, all that free of charge to you, attorneypatricksmith.com, to reach me at the office, 877 754 
800-757-6764. Your toll-free number to reach for your complimentary consultation, 877-754-6764. Yeah, and it's always a pleasure having you. And, and then check out the show, too. you got your show live Saturday morning. Saturday morning, and it is 8 a.m. And on a various variety of stations throughout the state of Florida locally, we're on AM 860. We're on 102.5 The Bone and a bunch of other stations. So check us out. We're also streaming on Facebook at Attorney Patrick Smith, and we'd love you to watch the show through that feed. So feel free to tune in, call in with a question, and we'd love you to be part of the show. Cool. Awesome. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate that. And, and uh, thanks for, you know, that public service that you do. I mean, every oh. th- those are public services. People are calling in with questions. You're answering questions. And, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks Glad for having you. me, buddy. We'll have you back on my show soon. Excellent. Look forward to it. All right. We're taking a quick break. Coming up, Nate Genter. He's the Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT. We're going to talk tech with you uh, coming up here with Nate on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, everybody, it's the captain, Matt Bruce, and you're listening to my buddy, Brandon Rimes, a consumer quarterback. Sell, Brandon, sell. (laughs) To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. All right, all right. Back in studio here, helping you win in any marketplace, bringing on all of our different expert contributors, interview, and and uh, come up with those those tips, those those ideas that help you think a layer deeper, help you avoid a lot of the commission-based advice. Uh, that's what we set this show up almost 10 years ago now, and uh, helping, helping you win in any marketplace, real estate, credit, finance, estate, and tax planning, tech experts, and more here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Nate Ginter coming up here in just one moment. Uh, before we do, I want to let you know about 
about a hot listing that we've got uh, here in beautiful Tampa Bay. We've got some hot listings, 507 South Prospect Avenue, commercial property close to downtown Clearwater, gorgeous property. It's set up currently as an attorney's office, 507 South Prospect Avenue in Clearwater, 12 rooms, two bathrooms, over 2,600 square feet, commercial office building near downtown, right off of Gulf to Bay. you got new roof, HVAC systems, 10 minutes from the beach, 507 South Prospect Avenue in Clearwater. And you can see the proximity to the water there with the beautiful photography compliments of Fabray frameworks 9031 122nd avenue this is a property that we've got we just listed this 4.5 million dollar listing uh, from our team the platinum mvp team 15.56 acres uh, out there on 122nd avenue old morris bridge road it's basically the corner of i-75 and fowler avenue a great opportunity for development 9031 122nd avenue attention builders attention developers uh, reach out to the consumer quarterback show we'd love to talk to you about this hot property Property. You can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. This is God's country. All right, we got Nate Ginter in the house, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT. Welcome back, sir. Hey, great day to be here, Brandon. Yes, sir. Good to be good to be uh, with you here and, and uh, talking about this Google engineer sent on leave after he claimed an AI chatbot becomes sentient. Yes, and uh, him making that claim internally was not the problem. Uh, him calling the press and declaring that publicly ah. is what actually got him suspended. Ah, interesting. Okay, so was there any truth to that? What do you think? So so there, there's a couple things to keep on. I, I will say, first of all, the, the chatbot becoming sentient, I do not believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there an uh, interesting background about this gentleman. So he was originally uh, in the seminary trained to become a priest. Oh. Uh, he's a bit of a solitary guy, as, as a lot of engineers are. Um, but, but I think he started reading things into. So uh, interesting thing to keep in mind. Uh, there was a former Olympian who was an Olympic archer. And she literally fell in love with her bow mm-hmm. and was trying to get laws changed so she could marry her bow. Oh, boy. So we hear about people falling in love with inanimate objects all the time. Yeah. Uh, this is far removed from that, but uh, there, there becomes a desire when something is literally built to show human characteristics and, and, and a, a slight emotional range. Right. I think it becomes a lot easier to read into that. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, there, there was a, an interesting article about this in uh, actually in the UK Guardian uh, where they, they he had invited actually one of the journalists to come and, and speak to. Uh, it's called Lambda, uh, this Lambda AI. Mm-hmm. And the, the first, uh, from, from somebody trying to prove this thing was sentient, the first conversation was a disaster. Yeah. She, she started asking very matter-of-fact questions and, and its responses were you know nothing more than you would really get out of a well-typed Google response. Right. Where And what he said was, well, you need to really work with a little bit and you kind of have to start having more of a conversational, kind of learn a little bit about you and, and your conversation techniques and then uh, start being able to give you some more in-depth answers. Mm-hmm. To which I always think is interesting because if you and I are having a conversation, you ask me my opinion on, say, this topic, uh, and then Johnny asked me the same thing, um, I'm going to give you the same response. I'm not going to need to learn the ins and outs of, of anything. I'm going to give you similar responses. And uh, the, the one that I thought was really interesting in the second conversation, uh, the, the, the machine replied, and I say machine because I don't think we're talking to a person. Uh, the machine replied, she asked if, if it felt it should be treated as an employee of Google and paid or uh, as something separate from that. And the machine responded that, well, it didn't need money. 
<laughs> and to that, I would say is a complete lack of self-awareness because uh, it's fun, you know, just like we need uh, air and water, you know, uh, to, to to survive, and a little food there, you know, maybe a little bit more for me than some people. Uh, he, uh, the, the machine responded that it didn't need money, which obviously it need, you know, it takes electricity to plug it in. Yep. It needs cooling systems to keep it from overheating. So <clears throat> just that. A lack of awareness itself taught me a little bit, mm-hmm. and I would have liked to have. I, I think that if you sit somebody down who's not looking to get philosophical answers, but mm-hmm. more uh, just basic existence questions, like from a from a you know materialistic perspective, it, it really starts to to break down and give answers that are. I mean, it's not correct. It definitely needs money. So, right. you know, uh, I, I I a doubt its total intelligence. Yeah. Uh, and. The, that that general intelligence that we're talking about with artificial intelligence, that idea that you know we're going to be like a Westworld robot, or you know pick any of your favorite sci-fi movies, your Terminators or whatnot. Yeah. Um, these things, uh, you know, I think it's a category error even expecting that out of a machine. Right. Um, it, it's it's something that you're it's not built to. Now, can it approximate something? Can it fool you? Uh, which is the Turing test. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but mm. Alan Turing, the kind of the father of modern computing, actually said that the test for AI, it's known as the Turing test, is whether a human could converse with something and have no idea was conversing with a machine. Ah. I don't think that tells you if something is self-aware or not. Uh, being able to fool somebody, uh, to me, isn't the test of, of any kind of soul or or genuine... Uh, intelligence, it just means you've got a really well-programmed algorithm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google has billions of dollars that is thrown into AI research. So, you know, for a billion bucks, I-, I better be able to at least have something type at me that makes me think it's at least close to being you. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, Nate, you know, when you look at these different, you know, situations coming up, and, and I think, yeah, like you said, that was a great PR ploy, kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, first house sold to crypto or whatever, right? Right. Well, I, I think there was some of that. I think also, you know, the, the AI race, and and I, I hate the term artificial intelligence, but we'll say machine learning is one mm-hmm. I like better because I think it's a little bit more apt. That race is very real, okay. uh, and there's a lot of money being thrown into it because, again, if a program can predict something like where the stock market is going to go or even make accurate securities investments 5% better than the best human in the world, mm-hmm. oh, my, that's worth trillions of dollars. Mm. So so that race is very real. There's a very, uh, there's a very real world application and a very real possibility that, that will happen, yeah. much like you know computers can beat the best chess master now. So, yeah. you know, if we, if we were trading based upon who's good at chess, boy, you'd make a lot of money on Deep Blue. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, we're talking with Nate Ginter here. He's a local uh, business owner and entrepreneur, chief technology officer, Vine IT, vineit.com. He can help you uh, with your uh, local businesses, your your security. Your... Let's dive a little bit into the Vine IT offering. Sure, sure. So uh, what we do is we, we help uh, small, medium businesses uh, in the area with cybersecurity and, you know, the, the general IT support that tends to plague everybody. Um, you know, we've been in business for a decade now. And, uh, you know, we, we have people come to us all the time who, you know, maybe they're getting a little bit too big to, to keep managing all their own systems. And uh, they come to us and we have soup to nut sol- solutions for helping them manage their business, even can sometimes find them a, a better workflow for what they're doing. We, we do, you know, insurance agencies, law firms. I've got companies that manufacture T-shirts, uh, companies that make vents. Uh, you know, r- really, there is no one specific vertical that we serve. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're a flat rate that uh, really can help you flatten those IT costs and make sure that, you know, everybody in your business is supported. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Serving the community here locally, again, another great example of a local area business involved with the Consumer Quarterback Show, uh, helping you uh, with your cybersecurity and, and other tech solutions. Nate Ginter here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rimes. And, and so we, we love to talk about these you know, these mm-hmm. different AI, machine learning. The next one kind of in my mind is like this transhumanist movement. You know, you, you find it uh, over, you know, with the party of Davos and some of these mm-hmm. different, you know, I listened to a War Room with Steve Bannon in here. Sure. You know, some of those different stories but uh, what, what's your thoughts on that have you seen anything recently well i'll tell you the thing that most excited me was uh they have a gene therapy uh that they, they've been testing out in china uh which um it has actually been shown to reverse the signs of aging in mice so they took mice that were elderly with poor eyesight and were able to manipulate some some genetic codes and and uh shoot them full of this stuff that literally uh, they were able to see their way through mazes that they weren't before. Wow. They also regain mobility and motility. Now, this is in mice. That's so obviously, you know, very early on. Um, but but those, sor- those sorts of uh, wild therapies, the, the technical side, the idea of implanting chips and things like that, uh, that may come. I mean, my, my mother had uh, what was called a Metaport when she got cancer, which was literally a chip and a, a distribution system for uh, medication that literally they would plug an IV into and it was all digital and would give her the exact milliliter dosage of the exact things that she needed. Hmm. So some of that's already there, you know, from a, from, and we've been using it for a long time for, for the medical side of things. But I, I ultimately think when we think of transhumanism, if there's anything that we do uh, that, that's ultimately really going to prolong life, um, it's not going to be sticking circuits on meat. It's going to be these genetic therapies and, you know, right. th- things that come along, you know, designer drugs that are that are built to to really, you know, change your system as you get older. Yeah. And I think it's d- different uses, different purposes. These some of these folks, you know, with the Davos and the World Economic mm-hmm. Forum, those types of people, those want to be elite type. Uh, you sure. know, they're, they're doing it for a different reason. They're doing it kind of like an anti-God, almost like I am God, you know, mm-hmm. versus versus, uh, you know, the the conservative listener t- primarily to our station is you know thinking wow that's you know it's kind of out there well we, we as a country if you think about the 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 doubling of life expectancy yeah. over the, over the last you know 120 years or so um you know uh, imagine we're able to do that again and now the average life expectancy is 200 mm-hmm. um the, the the level of knowledge will only continue on an exponential curve i i do think Humanity will get somewhere at some point, you know, you know, if we can keep from blowing each other up, yeah. um, where the, the reality of you actually having to physically age and die of natural causes will be more rare. There will be some people, you know, the Methuselahs, uh, you know, from the Bible that were mm-hmm. a thousand years old. Um, that That's something that could be a very real reality if you think of what we've already done. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the question you know, really becomes, you know, there, there's a lot of ethical concerns. There's a lot of religious implications right. with, uh, you know, a thousand-year-old person. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's kind of wild. Well, back then, too, you know, like the food was much better, the soil oh, yeah. much better. So, exactly. so a lot of those numbers were uh, different. At least that's what I hear from, you know, mm-hmm. different people. Let's sure. take a quick break there. When we come back, more with Nate Ginter, Chief Technology Officer, VineIT.com, VineIT.com. More with Nate coming up here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We'll be right back after this short break. Don't go anywhere. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rimes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, 
Hey, Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, in studio with Martin Grammatica, Automatica Grammatica, that is, uh, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer Super Bowl winner, Lifeguard Imaging, lifeguardimaging.com, saving lives through early detection. Thanks for having me, Brandon. Yes, that's what we're doing at Lifeguard Imaging. You come in asymptomatic, and that's what we do. You're being proactive. You're coming in. We do a scan from the neck to the pelvis. It's a full-body scan. It's a 3D image of every organ, and that's where 90% of the deadliest cancers are in our mid-region. So we we can see everything. But for your listeners, we have a real good special. We have a $599 value, absolutely complimentary. They can come in for a coronary artery scan, which will give you their calcium score. Awesome. 100% complimentary for your people. Very cool. Hey, take them up on that offer. 813-917-1894. Call or text complimentary scan 813-917-1894 and check them out online, lifeguardimaging.com. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, or Consumer QB. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. Our friend Margie Sanchez asked us to plug the FeedingPascoKids.org website. One community now pack the park for pack a sack. Uh, support me as I raise money for one community now pack the pack uh, pack a sack for. So it's FeedingPascoKids.org. They're uh, doing an event on October 15th uh, coming up. And uh, October 22 here, October 15th, uh, one community now. So we uh, wanted to try to support that. Margie Sanchez, uh, friend of the program, feedingpascokids.org. I just wanted to shoot that out there and and see if uh, folks can help with that. It's Help Feeding Kids in uh, Tampa Bay. Sims Park, downtown Newport Ritchie, October 15th and 2022, one community now. Pack the park and for pack a sack. All right, so there's our uh, community PSA there. Um, got Nate Ginter in the house, uh, Chief Technology Officer at Vine IT, uh, helping you understand more about your tech technology. Uh, you know, families can use his services, businesses mm-hmm. can use the services, uh, protecting you know the, those computers. People get hacked all the time. You know, it's a situation where hey, you know, if you get hacked, now all of a sudden you got these these uh, ransoms coming in. I'll, I'll give you a scenario that came across our desk this month. It was really interesting. Uh, so. It was a, a company that uh, manufactures boating parts, and their IT guy got arrested. Uh, they, you know, they've been working with him for years. Wow. He, he was actually, uh, you know, they had a previous company that had closed their doors, and they loved him, brought uh, brought him in, and you know, he, he was one guy. So we, we call those chucking a trucks in our industry. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, unrelated. You know, he didn't do anything to them, but uh, you know, he had his own issues and was arrested, and he's sitting in jail. So. What do you do? The guy's got the keys of the kingdom. So, you Whoa. know, you, you really, you know, especially when you're dealing with your business, you want to make sure the company that you're dealing with is, is robust because you might, you know, love the person. They dropped out of a heart attack and right. they have the keys to everything. Well, what do you do? You know, yeah. uh, a lot of people uh, think that there's, you know, a magic solution where you can just call anybody and they'll be able to come in and, oh, everybody will figure everything out. 
that's true over time, typically. Uh, in this case, we actually uh, oversaw a project to uh, bring in some security experts, and we literally had to do white hat hacking, which is like the most fun part of my job, where wow. we literally broke into all their systems and gained access to everything uh, over a weekend. But uh, we actually found out that their backups hadn't been working for some time. So mm. during that window, if they had had a failure, that um, they would have been uh, had a complete data loss. Wow. You know, so. Um, wow. it's, uh, you know, those, those situations where, you know, when you're selecting somebody to work with, it's important to make sure, you know, Hey, uh, you know, God willing, we'll be on this planet many more years, but you know, we have, we have a whole team, uh, at Vine that they're able to help people. And, um, you know, it's not dependent on any, you know, one or two people to, right. to keep performing. Yeah, it's like redundancy. Functions. You build in the redundancy. You have, um, the, exactly. you know, there's, there's some pretty basic, simple things people can do. Uh, you talk about these, um, uh, I, I forgot. I used to have it on my phone. You can put it on your phone. What is, mm. It's kind of like that between you and the internet. Yeah. So, so they call that a VPN. Yeah. Uh, and, and and that's something that uh, I don't like. Depending on VPN technology to protect what you're doing, there should be other layers yeah. in place there. Um, so things like multi-factor authentication, where when you go to log into something, you get that. that that challenge code that cuts down on like 99% of potential hacks. And one of the things about VPN that's often gilding the lily. So when you go to almost any website these days, uh, if you can actually see the bar, like you can on your computer, where it shows you the address, mm -hmm. you'll see a little lock there, usually like a green lock in yep. Google Chrome or, or Microsoft edge. What that's telling you is that your traffic is actually encrypted. So your traffic back and forth is already encrypted. So I, I can throw a VPN in front of that. They say it's an extra layer. Um, I, I can tell you that very few attacks originate because somebody on like a device out somewhere wasn't using a VPN. It's usually because what they were trying to access, and maybe this will make sense. If I go to log into to Microsoft.com for my, for my, uh, my Outlook email, that's a publicly available website. Well, who cares if I'm on a VPN when I, when I go there? Anybody can sit and pound on that all day long if you're just using a username and password. Mm -hmm. So that, that MFA code is the real security metric there that actually helps. Mm. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of times uh, when we go into places and things, you know, people say, oh, well, don't worry. You know, we always make sure our connection's encrypted from wherever we're at, whatever coffee shop. And I go, well, that's cool. But the thing you're trying to get to, I can hit from my office without connecting to anything. So, you uh. know, how... Uh, wh where is the secure? Uh, where is the security really? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, hey, you know, these are things that people need to know. So, so the VPNs, some, you know, somewhat overrated. I know they'd yeah. always complain on my whenever I'd have an issue with my iPhone. They'd say, yeah. "Oh, well, you've got a VPN, so that well, the, the destroys other, everything." The other thing that it does is it pushes all your traffic through a central location. Now, there's a couple of them in Florida that are major hubs, but anything you're doing that's that, that's location based is now being push another one so if you're you know uh, a lot of the things that we've come to know and love a lot of the the, the websites and you know even if you got I something search. programmed to show your searches your weather well now it's localized to where that ip address is right that your your vpn's going through so it can cause issues there are also some things that vpn services block so things like streaming video or if yeah. you're doing any bit torrenting or anything of that nature um they just block automatically or you know, drastically turn speeds down on. So. Yeah. Nate Ginter, vineit.com, vineit.com, our tech expert uh, for the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, talk to me a little bit about crypto. You know, the crypto mm -hmm. was so hot for a long time, and I, I hear that it, it took a pretty big hit. Oh, uh, tr tremendous hit. It's down about 35% from its uh, from its year-over-year -year high. 
Um, you know, I, I actually am a big believer in cri- uh, cryptocurrency and, and the general technology of the blockchain. I think it is a, a very fascinating thing that has a lot of great applications. Uh, as an investment vehicle, when you talk about the value of any individual token, like a Bitcoin, um, I always say, if you can tell me why it was worth worth 30000 I can give you an educated guess on why it's worth 20000 But uh, <laughs> no one ever seems to really be able to sit down and say, well, Here's why it was worth thirty thousand dollars. It's it's uh, you know a a lot like you see um, you know like whenever there's you know the tech stock bubble. Well, the tech stocks weren't valued that high because they were actually worth that much. They were valued that high because of you know interest and that uh, you know some fear of missing out and 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 these other stock buybacks too. Right, a lot of a lot of the big corporations will issue a stock a a, Mm -hmm. a stock buyback basically and then buy their own stock back, falsely inflating the price. Right. Sure, sure. Well, falsely inflating the price, but also for them, if they can buy it during a downturn, yeah, uh, you know, it's another way of of making money or getting some equity back that they may have lost in like an initial public offering, or something of that nature. I I don't know if uh, when. People talk about stock repurchases. It's usually in the the realm of something nefarious that the company's doing. And I go, right. hey, the company's just trying to buy back faith in itself. I mean, if if a guy's willing to spend money to to buy something back, right. you know, you're you're basically selling, uh, you know, your faith in in your own endeavor. I always think that is a good sign for a company rather than something that that I look and. Yes, yeah, so, you know, anything that's limited, like a stock uh, in quantity, is, is always something that goes up uh, as people are trying to purchase it. So if they're buying a bunch of it, it's going to temporarily increase the price. But if you wait six months, the proof is really in the pudding. Are they now managing the company better? Is that value really showing over time? And if it doesn't, it comes back down. Right, yeah, and I think a lot of the manipulation on, on Wall Street and the uh, Federal Reserve as well, where they, mm-hmm. when when they were printing money like that, they, you know, a lot of these these wealth, you know, wealthy to do the the billionaire tech, you know, folks, sure. the Wall Street folks, they they saw that and they looked at it as a way to leverage, and I think they took some of the money and then invested it, you know, that way. Sure, I, you know, it's, some of that stuff is just. Uh, well, yeah. the, the the Federal Reserve, I always like to say, we're talking about the specific Federal Reserve Bank of New York that sets the rates. There's also eight other Federal Reserves throughout the country that are all independent agencies. Yeah. So it's uh, it's it is one uh, massive organization, but it's a hydra with a few heads on it. Yeah. Uh, it's not always the one place. I think there's one state that uh, actually has two Federal Reserve banks. Uh, simply because the senator at the time they were trying to sign the legislation that allowed him to create the Federal Reserve held out. He was the last one to hold out, so they got two. Oh, we're interesting. <laughs> yeah. And they're printing so much money, hurting people, you know. Oh, oh it's absolutely. Crazy. Yeah, speaking but of that. don't worry, that doesn't affect inflation. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's transitory. That's, That's right. right. It's transitory. So, uh, yeah, we got about a minute left here, my friend. Um, you know, final thoughts back to you and, you know, maybe, you know, how you can help our listener. Sure, absolutely. So, uh, if, if there's anybody out there who's you know worried about you know the security of your business, or even if you think somebody's doing a good job, but you want a second set of eyes, we're definitely the people to see. We also do you know cybersecurity auditing, and uh, we're, we're always a free consultation away. You know, we'll sit and have a conversation, and you're always going to get some great value or some some good things to do. Even if we might not be the best fit for you, you know, at the time, um, you know, one of our favorite things to do is go into, you know, a business that, that's really getting uh, to the point where 
they're growing a little bit too much for you know the, that great office manager you have to handle all of your technology right. and and needs a little relief. So I also say don't you know don't have a fifty or sixty thousand dollar employee spending half their time doing IT. There's exactly we're, we're much more cost effective. I like that idea of an audit. <laughs> get a review. Get an audit done. Vineit.com. Absolutely. Nate Ginter, attorney Patrick Smith on the front end of the show as well. Elder Law, and uh, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And please support the show, ConsumerQB.com. Thank you. You've been listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rhymes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.